0: that's my nearest resolution for you watch more tv <laughs> Fair. i really don't watch that much tv it makes it super hard to be your co-host because i'll be like have you watched this media and you will be like answer is no, no.
1: <laughs> i've seen none tv <laughs> that's fair okay i'll watch i'll watch at least like the first episode of more shows so that i Perfect. understand what's going on <laughs> so you at least know who the characters are great yes Okay, I could do that.
0: It's what funny... Less you...
1: analyses of people talking about the series on YouTube and actually watch an episode of the
0: series that they're talking about. Honestly, fairings. Yeah. <laughs> so then instead I can be like, hey, remember how everyone wants them to kiss and you'll be like, oh, you mean how it's really an allegory for capitalism? And I'll be like, no. Um, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> can we talk about how they should kiss, though? <laughs> Welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this is
1: a podcast about fan fiction Happy New Year's Eve. Cheers. This year is finally over.
0: Thank God. Which uh, just, Excellent. It's still going to be probably the same for a little bit into the next year. But, you know, today uh, I cl- prompted Claire because of the day that it is a something just in the New Year's Eve tag.
1: No other uh, caveats. Yes. So how did that go for you?
0: Um, so I was looking I looked under New Year's a little um, and then I was looking a lot under New Year's resolutions. And then I found this one. Um, which I was very intrigued uh-huh. because so it is a supernatural fic, but it is also a alternative universe The Office, and so <laughs> and so all the supernatural people are in the office, it's so mundane and weird. And this is then um, like an office episode. <laughs> that okay so like
1: (laughs) live your lives and put together whatever you want but the thought of putting the cast of supernatural
0: in the office format would never occur to me right (laughs) it is like really written like an office episode nice the top people that you need to know are definitely castiel and dean okay Um, yeah and dean this is basically a castiel's an angel dean's a a human. I guess a human but question mark depending yeah. on where we where are we, in the yeah. timeline. This was written in 2014. Oh, that's um, good peak
1: supernatural time. Yeah, so this
0: is peak supernatural time. Um and I did try and get in touch with the author. They don't I, like they didn't respond to me on uh, AO3 and then when I tried to contact them through Tumblr, they like don't let people that like, oh, don't so follow no... <laughs> them uh message them. So, alas. Sorry, uh
1: you are my sunlight. Yeah, you are we sunshine
0: like your sunshine your sunlight, sunlight. your go. sunlight couldn't get in touch with them um but they used to run a like dean castiel uh tumblr page mm-hmm. and it was like just and this is how i knew that they had it updated in a while i was like there was nothing about <laughs> the current oh, situation Oh wow. yeah that's fair but we'll learn about them through their love of the office and supernatural um other characters i had to like brush it. it's been a while mm. it is not important who they are in the office, because they're just other people in the office. Okay. Besides the fact that, like, maybe some sarcasm. So, like, um, Crowley is a big demon. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the number one demon yeah. that they make a lot of deals with, and okay. he's kind of sly and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Meg Masters and Ruby are both uh demons in Supernatural. Okay. And then, like, Benny... So, Benny was, like, another uh hunter. Hmm. Or I don't it? remember Benny. I don't, Did he like own a bar? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay, he's a. I'm sorry, he's a vampire. Oh, um, Charlie Bradbury is Felicia Day. Oh um, yeah, okay. And then Joe was. Did she date? She was another hunter, I Ding. think. Here she is. Okay. Oh, she's Ellen's daughter. So Ellen mm. um owned the bar.
1: Oh, that okay yeah, okay 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 yeah. Okay,
0: okay. yeah. None of that is important. There's not a whole lot of like politics
1: that matters, but if you know these people, I'm sure this is even
0: funnier. Yeah, it's that I'm sure it's like super funny if you know these if you know who all these people are. I like kinda knew, but it's like uh it's been a while since I've read it. Which brings me to the pairing. Yeah, what the fuck is in front of me right now? It may look like Pepto Bismol, but it is not. It is it looks like
1: you skimmed foam off of like (laughs) like a strawberry soda and just put the foam
0: in a glass right um this is a fallen angel which i brought okay. because castiel is an angel and he mm. has fallen in, well he's both fallen and fallen in love with dean ha i thought it was like kind of fun it's like so it's like baby pink it's very light pink it's like very pastel it looks um, uh milky yes so it's um three-fourths of an ounce of gin three-fourths uh triple sec an ounce of cream and then some dashes of grenadine which is what makes it Pink, the triple sec mixed with milk. Yeah, sounds bad. (laughs) Which is why I took a sip of it downstairs, so I didn't poison you. Thank you. It's drinkable. Okay. Fun. Yep. Mm, It has a smell. Oh, and I used half and half, so and not heavy cream.
1: (laughs) It's um, it's such a confusing combination of flavors. Yeah, like it's not. I'm not gonna spit it out, but like, uh, like it's unraveling on my tongue in a way that's like these are not related like it reminds me of a Willy Wonka when he's like eating a three-course meal it's like the and I'm like these don't belong together but I guess I like them individually
0: yes this the cream is giving me okay it doesn't taste like eggnog but it's giving me like eggnoggy vibes it's got
1: the texture of an eggnog but it tastes like a
0: fruity cocktail yeah I just thought (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I would try something wild something different Something pink. I'm trying to, like, we we have a
1: limited variety of glasses to put cocktails in, so they're not always as fun as they are on the Instagram, but Mm -hmm. I am curious what glass this will get put into to be cute for the photo shoot. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay, so with this combo of
0: The Office and Supernatural. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, completely different networks. It's a triple sec. It's a gin mixed together. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. (laughs) Anyway, so our effect today is called Baby Don't Run. when the time comes which is a a, the title is a lyric from the song kiss me slowly by parachute which again peak fanfic for me is a lyric for the title (laughs) it's a Uh it's a what i loved about this fic is this is so like quintessential fanfic fanfic to me (laughs) because uh it's a lyric as a song title Mm -hmm. it's um, mixing fandoms. Like, who thought Supernatural and The Office, and this is how we're going to, um, get Cass and Dean together? Mm. What would be great is if they're paper salesmen. That's what's going to cinch <laughs> the deal. That's going to make this love happen. Right. So anyway. Visionary. Get your mind into Scranton, Pennsylvania. We are in The Office. Mm-hmm. And also there are going to be cuts just like in the TV show. Oh, of course. So, Cass is... The corner of Dean's mouth curls up, his eyes flicking to meet the camera straight on. He's adorable. Sort of uptight for a sales rep, but it's, I don't know, it's endearing. Dean smirks and shrugs. Plus, those glasses are like 17 kinds of nerdy hot. Oh, we're jumping right in. Yes, and he's, um, to clarify, they're going to be Jim and Pam. New Year's party. D-8. Uh, We're eventually going to get to D-Day. So we're eight days out. Hey, Cass, you got a sec? It's 2pm and Dean saunters to Cass's desk, half perching on the edge and waiting for his coworker to stop typing. Cass, who's in the middle of frantically sending an email, doesn't notice until Dean starts to fidget with his stapler. Dean, he greets at last, gently prying the device from Dean's hands. What is it? Dean grins as he picks up the tape dispenser, aligning it this way and that so the sand inside swooshes around. Cass simply watches him, like he's used to it, and also 100% done. He frowns when Dean puts the tape down and reaches out only to nudge it to its rightful place on his desk. Think you can help me with this uh with the copy machine, Dean asks, Cass appears skeptical. You're the office administrator, he speaks slowly, like he would with a child. Dean just grins again. I know. You use that copier the most out of all of us. Doesn't mean I know how to fix a paper jam. Come on, Cass, save me with those muscles of yours, huh? <laughs> Dean leans over and playfully bumps so Cass's Dean is shoulder. Pam, which is funny. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. <laughs> And Cass is a Jim, but like an I oblivious guess. one, like Dwight. It's that the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like, "This is really Dwight." Yeah, <laughs> but
1: you know, in not a Dwight way, in a he's not a romantic person way. Yes, yes, <laughs> he doesn't start uh, just talking about beats,
0: okay. right? right? <laughs> Bears, beats, Battlestar Galactica. Cass quickly wheels his chair away, blushing. Couldn't Benny help you? I'm busy, Benny answers for Dean. The camera follows Cass's eyes to Benny's computer, where it looks like he's writing a new entry for his food blog. Cass sighs helplessly. All right, he relents, and Dean all but bounces off the desk in his triumph. There's nothing wrong with the machine, Cass says a few minutes later. He's peering into the trays and not seeing a single paper jam anywhere. Is that right? Dean hums beside him. Cass glances up, wanting to to demand if this is a prank, but before he can speak, Dean slides a sheet of paper into his hand, face down. Fifty copies, please. Dean. You're the copy machine whisperer, Cass, because I swear there was a jam five minutes ago. Dean, you are capable of... The phone at Dean's desk rings then, right on cue, and Dean winks and says, Thanks, Cass, as he literally slinks away (laughs) from responsibility. (laughs) Cass can only look on, incredulous, but eventually he sticks the paper, still face down, into the copier. I was the one who called, Charlie smiles brightly. She seems pleased and sits up straighter, giving the camera a full view of the blue police box on her shirt. Mm. Dean and I timed it so he'd escape before Cass could read the paper. Mm. She smiles again, this time amused, then flips her hair gracefully over her shoulder. Dean is hopeless, she states, like it's a fact. He's had a crush on Cass since Mr. Dreamy started working here, and it's not going to go anywhere unless he gets off his butt and does something. Hence, our needlessly elaborate plan. Joe leans on the auto-facade of the reception desk, shirt, her eyes studying Dean and then her nails. Her old expression's bored. I need a personal guarantee that the party won't suck, she says. I mean, I'll lower my expectations, obviously, but I'm also give- I'm also giving up an evening here. Dude, it's not gonna suck, Dean replies irritably. He's distracted, too, because Cass is no longer at the copy machine. He's nowhere to be found, actually, and Dean is beginning to panic. Hmm, Their plan. Their plan. <laughs> Their elaborate plan. Can I bring ash? Joe asks, smiling sort of lecherously. It's pretty frightening, and Dean groans, telling her. Yeah, go ahead, you perv. We're doing a mock countdown at midnight anyway, so you can play tonsil hockey to your heart's content. Gross. Screw you, Winchester. Joe sco- scoots forward and shoves her tiny bird hand in his face. Don't act like you planned a countdown for our benefit. We all know you uh, who you want to smooch. Joe, Dean hisses, turning his head from left to right. Is an
1: eight-day plan? Yes. Oh, my God. It's very elaborate.
0: Right? It's just like the office where it's, like, needlessly, like, we're all just so bored selling paper. We're going to, like... Make an eight-day plan. We're going to do other stuff. A guy. Right? (laughs) Uh, The coast is clear, though, so he still scowls when Joe cackles like the witch that she is. I'm only playing, she grins. Just don't bring out the karaoke machine, okay? There's only so many times I can listen to Crowley sing, my way. But... (laughs) I did it my way. It's a curse! Don't sing it. <laughs> oh Lord. Both of their eyes drift to their boss's door, which is firmly shut. They simultaneously remember the parties from a uh, few years past and shudder. Dean jots down a note to bury the mic. So Crowley is the boss. Yes. Oh well, that doesn't make sense. Agreed. He's competent. <laughs> I know, right? He gets stuff done. I don't know of who of the supernatural cast would make a better probably Sam. Honestly, would be the closest. Honestly, he's, like, nice but kind of dumb. Anyway. I'm leaving the party early, Ruby says, chin tilted up. She's sitting side by side with Meg on a bench in the hallway outside their office. No way I'm staying till midnight. Can I come with you, Meg asks? Dead serious. Ruby nods. Okay, good, because I'm literally choking on their sexual tension. Gross. I don't know who Winchester's trying to fool, Ruby adds. Then She then changes her voice to make it sound low and dopey. We're gonna have a countdown at midnight, because it's the last day of the year for our branch. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. It's a their midnight. It is it's, yeah, <laughs> it is. They're going to be counting
1: down at like five p.m.
0: Five p.m. on like a like and the also like 18th. What, so
1: that we already know the the tradition is being faked. So no one else is going to care about kissing anybody,
0: right? It's it's like it's such a stretch, and also it's like probably very few people are bringing their significant, significant others. Yeah, exactly. And I assume no one else in the office is wanting to hook up, right? It's like, I don't know, maybe this is like a holiday party, but still, yeah, it's like... Still. Yeah, bullshit. She spits out bullshit in her normal voice while Meg bites back a laugh. Who the hell wants a New Year countdown on the 28th? Oh, -hmm. horny receptionists. that's who. Mm -hmm. I guess they're kind of cute, though, Meg says. Like a unicorn and a squirrel. (laughs) Ruby stares off into the distance contemplative. I can see that, she crinkles her nose. And honestly, I'll I'll be fine once they call it quits with the eye banging and just bang. Amen, Megs nods, but I might replace all of their pencils and pens with crayons for subjecting us to their man angst. <laughs> Ruby looks impressed. Nice, she says, to which Meg replies, thanks. They both turn toward the camera with matching grins. You could bring something, Dean tells Joe by the water cooler. May I suggest a pie? Because, you know, Dean loves pie. Is Sam in this? No. Weird. Right? Huh. Okay, he's too. He's too tall for the office. <laughs> Hit his head on boom mics. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what you always ask, Joe, pauses abruptly, waving at the space behind Dean's shoulder. Joe, what? Dean trails off as soon as he turns around because he's face to face with Cass, who has a hefty stack of papers tucked beneath his arm. Dean? He, he's completely stoic. Here are your copies. He pushes the stack into Dean's empty hands and walks away without another word, leaving Dean no choice other than to glumly watch his retreat. What are these? Joe snatches one of the sheets before Jean can stop her, though it's even worse when she reads it and her expression <laughs> melts into something sympathetic. Oh no, what is it? Oh, Dean. Oh no, what is it? Don't worry about it, he says gruffly, taking the paper back from Joe's weakened grip. He returns He returns to his desk, grateful that she doesn't try to catch up, and frowns at the stack again once he's slunk down into his chair, because sitting in his hands are 50 copies of A List. 25 Reasons Castiel Novak Should Date <laughs> Dean Winchester. <laughs> and that title alone seems to be mocking him relentlessly now. Dean wonders if he should recycle them. Save some trees. Uh, Damn it.
1: Why did you think that would work? (laughs) Like, in multiple ways. Like, obviously, if Cass is an idiot, like, he's not going to look at the paper he's copying. But also, like, that sounds alarming. Because, like, in my over-analytical brain, I would be like, wait... Why does he want 50 copies of this? Was he planning to hand this out to everyone? That's very embarrassing. I don't want that. This man
0: is a crazy person.
1: Right.
0: We're, we're, what was I, what was
1: the ideal outcome of this action?
0: <laughs> as a person, like, if someone gave me something to copy, I would look at it to make sure that I aligned it correctly in the, yeah, in the like, fair. scanner. And then as soon as I saw it, I'd be like, I would just hand it back and be like, I'm not making 50 copies of this, regardless of was my he, feelings. Okay,
1: so maybe it, okay, let me think about it. In theory, he... He was supposed to see Dean give it to him and look at it. And that was why Dean had to get out because he didn't want to be confronted. He wanted yes. to give Cass time. These are some teenager feelings. But obviously yeah. he didn't do that. So now he yeah. you shouldn't have asked for 50 copies is really the only logical answer. You should have asked for Three, one yeah. one copy. Yep.
0: Yeah. If you were in high school and wanted to ask someone to prom and they happened to be the library assistant, then you would be like, you're the person who has to copy this. Like, make sure it comes out. I want double contrast like yeah really make sure it's
1: nicely aligned uh it's for my final paper so really look at it read it actually if you could proofread it that would be great and It'd then be give like, it back to me with your notes if you have anything specific you'd like to say in response give but, it back to me thank you <laughs> and, <laughs> and then and then, and then you have a confused girlfriend who's like what the fuck is jamie doing he's been so weird today
0: <laughs> and then she looks at the paper and it's like grace will you go to prom with me love jamie and then it's like <laughs> Oh, joe is silent her lips forming a vague we're in a a talking head Ah. joe is silent her lips forming a pout as she stares off camera she takes a deep frustrated breath as if to speak but then lets it out slowly she's the one who witnessed them exchange the papers idiots she also mutters something unintelligible which actually sounds a lot like both so stupid (laughs) yep yep (laughs) Ah. new year's party d-day on the night of the party, Charlie finds Dean in the office kitchenette, and she and he lets himself indulge in the tight, one-armed hug that she gives him. You doing okay? she asks, and doesn't pry when Dean merely shrugs. Well, the party's sure a hit with everyone. They're all saying that the music is awesome. Dean's uh, quirks a smile, though it's a little off. Not as carefree as usual. My music's always awesome. Charlie's about to reply when, he's, when they're interrupted by a knock behind them. They turn to find none other than Cass standing in the doorway, and Charlie doesn't miss the way Dean's face falls, just for a second. Do you just get here, Cass? She steps in, attempting to save these guys from themselves. Yes, Cass Good. answers her, his posture stiff. <laughs> by some miracle, he eventually approaches the counter next to Dean, then sets down a round pan covered neatly in aluminum foil. I brought a pie. Dean blinks and stares. Aww. Dean blinks and stares like he's looking for a bakery box. A clearly invisible bakery box. You bake? Yes, Cass says again, flushing this time at Dean's surprise. They're both so painfully obvious, and it takes all of Charlie's self control not to snort. <laughs> it's a family recipe. I I didn't mean to overhear, but I noticed that you um hoped someone would bring pie tonight. Can't Right. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome, Cass nods solemnly. I asked Chuck to bring some ice cream, so there should... There should... He waves in the general direction of the fridge. I'll let you two... His cheeks just get more and more pink with each pause, and he's basically red by the time he rushes out of the room. Wow, Charlie remarks, glancing from the doorway to the camera, then back to Dean. You... You have to fix this. He bakes, Dean murmurs, as if in a trance. Charlie fights the urge to hit her head against the wall. He bakes, Dean says again, wide-eyed, as he looks at the camera. And he baked... a pie... Because I, his shoulders slumped forward, sad and heavy. How am I supposed to ever get over him?
1: What do you mean, sad and heavy? He, what, 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 what does he think is going on? He made the pie because you like pie. What else? Could, uh, I'm. What do you mean? <laughs> what is he misconstruing about this situation that he ran away? Yeah, the,
0: the I fuck? think the, I think the running away part. I think the. I mean, fair. I think that he thinks that he handed over 50 copies of 25 Reasons to Date me, and didn't like. Say anything.
1: Again, this is stupid. But yeah, say It's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> these idiots. Can you imagine working
0: here or being this these people's boss? We have a no fraternization policy and yet just fucking get it over get with. Get it over with. Joe walks up to Cass holding two glasses of sparkling apple cider, handing him one of them, which he accepts with a nod. Got any New Year's plans? Celebrating with someone special, maybe? Cass sputters into a string. Um, <coughs> he coughs. Joe just keeps on smiling, lifts a hand pat his back. I don't have, I'm afraid I don't have any plans yet. Yet, being the operative word, right? Her gaze travels from Cass's confused expression to their right, brown eyes lighting up. Speak of the devil, she hums. Sorry, Cass, I think my date needs me. Ash is, in fact, busily chatting with Victor off in the corner, but Jo decides that this is her cue to leave regardless. Cass watches her trapeze away, wondering what drove her to depart so suddenly. He gets the answer soon enough when he turns around and smacks right into Dean, knocking his cider onto his shirt. Oh my god, (laughs) Dean believes horrified, scrambling to grab a bunch of napkins off the refreshments table. Cass tosses his glass into the trash and remains very still while Dean hurriedly dabs at his chest. Cass, I'm... Shit, I'm sorry. Cass swallows, his throat inexplicably parched. It's okay, Dean. He... Peeks down at his shirt as if to back this up. The dark blue fabric obscures the stain better than most, though anyone within a few feet would see the damp splotch over his buttons and breast pocket. Really, it's fine. No, just Dean sighs and takes a step back, looking like he'd give anything to have had that cider dumped on him instead. We need more napkins, come on! He wraps his fingers around Cass's wrists and guides him to the kitchenette again. Cass follows wordlessly, his eyes darting to their point of contact. Once inside, Dean rips off a bunch of paper towels, probably more than what they'd need, and passes them over to Cass. Here. Thank you, Cass replies, but he can feel the beverage start to dry and set into his shirt. He rests with the paper towels against it anyway to placate Dean's uh, obvious concern. Cass, yes? Dean drops his eyes when Cass tries to meet them. I didn't mean to, uh, you know, put you on the spot the other day. I mean, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did, but uh-huh. you did. You're just upset it didn't turn out. He toes at the linoleum with his boot, his voice quieter and then Cass has ever heard it. I've... I just needed to tell you before I let another year go by. <laughs> tell tell me dean finally raises his head and this time there's a noticeable resolve in his expression yeah cass i needed to tell you that i'm in love with you oh my god <laughs> with all the chatter that's and-
1: not at <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't jump in with that i would perhaps jump in with the did you see the the paper that i had there are 25 great reasons to date me so would you like to do
0: that could you tell me Perhaps. which of the 25 did not convince you? Did any of the 25 convince you? <laughs> right. With all the chatter and the music playing outside, it's a wonder that Cass's gasp is still audible between them. Perhaps it's a testament to how closely they're standing now, barely a couple feet apart. So, so you meant it? The list? Cass bites his lip as Dean's eyes. <laughs> oh, it's a weird joke. <laughs> Very doing elaborate it. joke. I'm doing it to bully you. That's why. Rude. I'm just messing with you. Cass bites his lip at Dean's widened eyes. I read it, he confesses softly. I made a copy for myself. (laughs) What do you think the rest of the 50 copies were for, Cass? Oh my god. (laughs) What a waste. Of course I meant it. Dean reaches out to curl his hand around Cass's, nervous like a teenager holding his crush's hand for the first time. Mm -hmm. And if you'd let me, I'll I'll make you happy, Cass. I swear. This is really a lot all at once with no alcohol in the room. (laughs) Just some apple ciders. Just some. Non-alcoholic. Just some juice. Mm -mm. Cass peers up at him, mouth slightly parched, but he isn't pulling away, and Dean prays that that's a good sign. It has to be, doesn't it? If Cass didn't want him, he'd just. What time is it? D- yeah. Dean appears dazed at the question. Huh? Cass smiles patiently. The time? Oh, um. Dean bends his arm to check his wristwatch. A quarter, to- a quarter till eleven? Why? Cass hums, low and thoughtful. I'm only curious whether I'll have to wait until midnight to kiss you. Ah! If Cass's smile had helped ease the vice around Dean's chest, those words effectively suck all of the air right out of his lungs. <laughs> he's gas. He's gaping, which probably isn't very, a very attractive look for anyone. It takes him a moment to shut his mouth and relearn how to speak. Well, um, it's not New Year's yet, technically, so I doubt it'd be a problem to bend the rules. Didn't you write the rules? Cass teases. But he's already shifting closer, smelling of cider and something uniquely Cass. Dean hardly has the presence of mind to pinpoint what it is with his heart pounding inside his ribcage, loud enough to ring in his ears. You know
1: what I really want, now that this rule-breaking is buttoned into play? You know how people at, like, holiday parties will bring, like, uh, like a headband that has a little mistletoe over it? Yes. I want someone to bring a timer that counts down from ten, and so... <laughs> You have like 10 seconds if you don't consent to like run away, and if you do, 10 seconds to like think about it and like agree. <laughs> like bring a time. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6.
0: <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. I don't want to. <laughs> Honestly, the first time that happened, I'd be like, "What the hell is what the happening?" Fuck is that? <laughs> ah, okay, ah. well,
1: I've learned from my mistakes. And they'd be
0: like, "All right, next time someone starts loudly counting down from ten, but like it's like a like a like a
1: an app on your phone or like a headband or something that just is like a a crouch counting
0: down <laughs> from ten with like lights and stuff. Yeah, with
1: like a with like a small ball that drops yeah, yeah, yeah. like a unicorn horn. <laughs> Happy <laughs> New Year! Mwah all right there's i'm gonna still- sell that yeah i Hat- like going on the list of things that are gonna make us money for the podcast
0: <laughs> uh, it's a little
1: late because this is going out onto your seat, but maybe next year
0: side hustle side unicorn hustles. horn countdown Drop kiss. the ball mistletoe kissing yeah. headbands, headbands. <laughs> how did this go wrong oh uh, it can't <laughs> it can't go wrong it's a perfect idea i did dean nod seriously pretty sure whoever makes the rules has the power to change him Cass laughs, the sound mirthful and amused. I suppose this means I'm officially dating a bad boy. Well, you haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> right. We've, you've consented. Have a conversation. Right. <laughs> Dean, they're, they're in love, Grace. Obviously. <laughs> this is basically teenage love. Yeah. It's that you've basically signed up to wed them when the second they've, <laughs> they've confessed any feelings Any love. If you, of you reciprocate. Will to kiss you. Right. Dean thinks that he might be having a heart attack. He's dizzy and lighthearted, and all he can see is blue and Cass's smile. And when he blinks, and everything becomes a thousand times better and brighter because in f- he can feel the curve of Cass's warm lips against his mouth. Get. And not in his wildest dreams could Dean have guessed that kissing Castiel Novak would feel like this. Cut to Joe holds up her, pho- her phone for the camera. I got a picture! She declares triumphantly. Ash shrugs beside her, all manners resigned. Cuts. <laughs> Crawley bet 20 bucks that they couldn't kiss, they wouldn't kiss tonight, Charlie says, brandishing Andrew Jackson's face in front of the lens. Guess who's 20 bucks richer, sucker? Crawley rolls his eyes at the camera, then turns to glance around the room he's in. Darling, why the hell are we in the bathroom for? Cuts. They were doing his talking head in the bathroom? I guess. (laughs) Cuts. They were supposed to wait until midnight, Rudy groans. Meg tosses a crumpled Crayola box into the trash can by their bench. Mazel tov! So, you should give me your number, Dean grins, leading Cass back into the office by the hand. He's too preoccupied with just looking at Cass to see Chuck collect $10 from Victor. Sure, Cass says, no exception to being oblivious. Uh, He pulls Dean gently over to his desk and grabs a post-it. Give me yours, too. Dean sidles up beside him. Something wrong? Cass tilts his head, fingers hovering above his desk organizer. I seem to have only crayons. The camera pans to Meg, whose mother's a laugh with her handed winks.
1: Is this just a joke about them being children, or is this
0: a reference I'm not understanding? I think it's just they're just being obnoxious. Ah, just excellent. Just an office prank. <laughs> Cuts. Tonight didn't go the way I expected, Cass admits with a smile. There was an undercurrent of shyness in the way he adjusts glasses, tugs at his trench coat. I was... I actually had something I wanted to show Dean. He fishes inside the large pocket of his coat and pulls out a sheet of paper that's been folded into fourths. Mm. It's, um... My resolution for the next year. Cass runs a palm over the paper once to smooth it out before lifting it to the chin level for the camera. I may need to come up with a new one. Castiel Novex, New Year, resolutions, crossed out, resolution, 2015, 1. Be Dean Winchester's boyfriend, (laughs) parentheses, if he'll have me. Cute. Cass, a voice calls from off camera. You ready to go? Cass pockets the paper and stands up, all dimples mild. Yes, Dean. Dean steps into the frame, eyes never straying to the camera, not once. He comes in closer and moves his hand up to, ca- to cup Cass's jaw. My boyfriend's all set. Cass, Cass sighs happily and leans into this the happens touch. This happened so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope that they've been, like, dancing, like, this is like a Jim and Pam thing yeah, where they've, they've been, been dancing, dancing around, around it, and, like, something has happened off <laughs> this camera. Good, Dean replies, his thumb brushing over Cass's cheek. Cass tips his head back, and Dean bends his head down, and right before their lips meet, Dan's hand shoots out to block the camera. Cut. 25 reason oh Castiel God, Novak... To read it. <laughs> Cass, it's a... It's ex, uh, 25 oh, it's reason... A it's, okay. Yeah, it's a, a, It's not all of them. It's like... Uh, 25 reason Castiel Novak should date Dean Winchester. By Dean Winchester. Excerpts. Two. I'm a morning person, but not the annoying kind. I'm the kind that will always bring you coffee. Five. I make a mean bacon cheeseburger. Eight. I heard through the grapevine, i.e. Charlie, that you've never seen Star Wars, and that's okay. I won't laugh, I (laughs) I promise. I might laugh with you, which you will once you watch them and you realize what you've missed. How lucky we are that that I have all the movies, in addition to an insanely comfortable couch. I've got a memory phone mattress, too, but I don't want to, you know, be overly presumptuous.
1: Wait, so what was the elaborate plan? Was the elaborate plan just, like, have an office party that... Okay, so (laughs) the elaborate plan with Charlie was that... Number one, Dean was going to be the creator of a New Year's themed office party instead of, or in addition to a Christmas party. That was also not going to take place on New Year's Eve. So yes. there had to be a countdown to midnight because it was New Year's Eve themed. And the only thing Charlie has done that I can tell is that she called him at a very specific
0: moment. Yes. Yes. Why? (laughs) It's a very poorly thought out plan. This is both elaborate and poorly planned. (laughs) So so the plan appears to be you are going to give your crush a list of all the reasons why they should date you. A few days before you're planning to kiss them. And then hope that they are intrigued. And then your eyes will meet across the room. Because in my brain, those would all need to happen like sequentially. Like
1: drop some hints... In the days prior, give the list, because the list seems like it would give you a pretty hearty yes or no, like, immediately or whenever they read it or whenever you bring it up.
0: Yeah. Like, same day. 11. We can use the carpool lane. (laughs) We're not wrong. 14. You mentioned that your favorite ice cream is rainbow sherbet. That isn't a real ice cream flavor, Cass, but for you, I'd keep my (laughs) freezer stocked with it, and this will also be the only time I complain that sorb- uh, I'm sorry, sorbet, rainbow sorbet- Sure, I, like, decided... I think they might be the same word. or that They might be different words for a similar thing. Yes. As that I just didn't read it. I think Midwest might call it sherbert. Yeah. Anyway, sorbet. Uncertain. I'll keep my freezer stocked with it, and this time will also be the only time I complain that sorbet doesn't count as ice cream as much as it had paid me. Seventeen. I started running with my brother a year ago, hoping that I'd cross paths with you in the park. That obviously hasn't happened yet, <laughs> but the good news is I've probably gotten good enough to race you. You meet every day. What was... <laughs> i love this list because this is like a 12 year old's reason why like adam driver should date them
1: right it's not like oh i am a great counter to you for this reason it's i will keep ice cream in my freezer it's like well yes anyone could
0: do that in theory it's not even like i keep a good home and i have a 401k nope it's like long lasting? No, no. It's like I started running hoping ca- I could like stalk some of them you. are funny. Like the carpool area right. is funny, right? Yeah, right. I
1: started running and now I'm fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I started running hoping to f- to catch to stalk you one day, but now I'm too fast. And now I'm just fast. Right. So. <laughs> Nineteen. Feel free to take me on as many nature walks as your heart desires. Twenty-one. I'd honestly be happy just to spend time with you, Cass. We could be anywhere, watching the grass grow. Whatever. Your company is all that matters. Twenty-three. I've loved you from the moment you were transferred to our office. No! Don't say that in
1: a list! Twenty.
0: Dean. Twenty-four. And I'm totally, ridiculously, pathetically head over here, Heels for you. Oh god. Twenty-five. A love note. Right. Twenty-five. Oh I think you're smart, hilarious, and seriously beautiful. And I'll remind you of this every day until you believe it too. I hope you'll give me the chance to do so. Oh my god. And no
1: no 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 no! no, no. don't bury and i love you in a letter that's supposed to be i think mostly humorous it's too real it's too real and i
0: don't like it it's giving me secondhand embarrassment (laughs) right if i was gonna make a list of 25 reasons to date me they would mostly be like funny reasons yeah with like maybe some like ones that i'd be like i'm really good at making pancakes and the next one would be like and I've never gotten a speeding ticket. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, like I don't so know. So you know you can trust me. So you like, know you can trust me. I, I'm i great at picking people and up. I and I loved like, you forever. <laughs> also, I'm great at picking people up at the airport. <laughs> Especially because it wasn't even like the last one. That was like three
1: down. I know. <laughs> uh, this Don't take this advice, kids. But Unless yeah. you're already dating this person, then you right. can make a list of 25 reasons why you should go to prom with them. Because that right. sounds kind of funny.
0: No, right? No, this is too much. Uh, but yes, that yeah. was... Um, That was funny. But that was... That was was good. That was uh, Baby, Don't Run, When the Time Comes, by You Are Sunlight. And that was our uh, Supernatural and Office crossover, but it's like... Just Supernatural in the office. It's like
1: Supernatural if the stakes were way lower. (laughs) And that's, I guess, what I needed. Right? I stopped watching Supernatural a while
0: ago because I was like, Dean's in hell. I don't, this is dumb. Right. And so I thought I would bring this to heal us all of the season finale. The Castiel bullshit. And the Castiel bullshit. And be like, you know what? This is what fanfic is for. To make them say I love you in the dumbest way possible because (laughs) the CW can't censor me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They can't. So, yeah. So fun.
1: All right, Claire, what do you want me to bring uh, to you next week, the year of 2021?
0: So, Grace. Yes. I want you... I was having a fever dream. It's that <laughs> Taylor Swift just released uh, on Disney Plus, there is like a folklore concert where she then goes into like talking about folklore, her most recent oh, album. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I have been, um, I've been on a, I was remembering in my fanfic Renaissance mm-hmm. that a lot of times the fanfic has a title that is from a lyric, and that reminded course, yeah. me that on a o three there's a very popular tag that is like inspired by Taylor Swift songs. Oh funny. and and so what I want, and so I was like, what could what would have I not seen? With a Taylor Swift song. And my family watches Lord of the Rings a lot over Christmas because it's just like a good thing to have on in the background. Yeah. And it always makes me like munchy, and then we always have like holiday munchies Cute. all over the place. <laughs> and so, so I, a hobbit, just am like eating, watching, chilling, <laughs> relaxing, maxing. And um, so I would like you to blend my two holiday times and i would like you to find me whatever you can for lord of the rings uh taylor swift lyrics songs like whatever you can find
1: are we out of the woods yeah
0: that's that sam that sam wise being like are we out of the woods are we out of the woods in front of okay. being like no we i us
1: see what i can find with this uh strange combo <laughs>
0: If anyone can find Unlikely it, I know doubt, it can be you. I doubt it. Oh god.
1: Okay, I will. I will go on this adventure for you. I'm uh, everybody else, have a happy New Year. Have a happy twenty twenty one. We won't count down because you're probably not listening to this at night. You're probably listening to this at like noon. Don't kiss anyone outside your bubble. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. COVID Unless you're outside stopping, of America. Right. Have fun. Do if whatever the fuck you want to.
0: If you're in New Zealand, uh, aka the filming the location land. Of, of the Promised Land of both the filming location of Lord of the Rings, they're just and... back to normal. They're just
1: living their lives. I, know. I don't I think we have maybe 10 listeners in New Zealand, but all 10 of them are having a better time than we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, anyway. You can kiss whoever you like. Yeah. Have a good time. And in the meantime, remember to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it gives us a beautiful serotonin hit and makes us feel good, especially in these dark days of winter. And
1: we haven't said it in a while, and you've been giving us lovely five-star reviews anyway, but as a reward and a thank you for your five-star review, we will write you a 500 word fanfic of your choosing, or uh, you can tell us to grab bag. that's also fine. Let us know what you want within the five-star review, or take a screenshot of it and send it to us in our many DMs on Tumblr, Instagram, or TikTok at Fine Pairings Podcast or Twitter at Fine Pairings Pod,
0: And you can also email us at finepairingspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Um, otherwise... Uh, now that it's New Year's Eve, we also have our Patreon, Patreon. is live. Uh, so make sure to go and find all of our extra content for Steam and Cream over... Steam and Cream, the uh, coffee shop. Exactly, where we read uh, smut fanfics. And you can find us on patreon.com at Fine Pairings Podcast.
1: Have a beautiful holiday. We will see you in the in the not
0: 2020s. <laughs> a new year. a Take year, it out. <laughs> a year that will celebrate fanfic. And it's publishing through (laughs) The Great Gatsby. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.